0: The International Women's Day podcast series, brought to you by the Gender Equality Team in the Faculty of Medicine, Health and Life Sciences. So, hello everyone and welcome to this podcast, which has been created as part of the School of Nursing and Midwifery at Queen's University Belfast activities for International Women's Day, which I'm sure you're aware is on the 8th of March. I'm Dr. Maria Healy. And I'm Athena Swan co-champion for this school. I'm also a lecturer in Middard education for Queen's University Belfast. And for those of you who don't know, Swan is a gender equality initiative which all universities in the United Kingdom and Ireland sign up to. The School of Nursing in Middard currently holds a Silver Swan, Athena Swan award. And this podcast is asking women about their experiences of work and family life during the COVID 19 pandemic. And I'm joined here by Claire Moxon, a student midwife who commenced her BSc midwifery programme studies in QUB in, in September 2019. She originates from Ballygolly, County Tyrone. So thanks so much for joining me today, Claire.
1: No problem, Maria. Thank you for having me. Delighted to be here.
0: So, first off, why don't you start by telling us a little about you and um, what your what, what your a little bit about your background and tell us a little bit about um, your previous career as well.
1: Yeah, so as you said, my name's Claire and I'm from Ballygally. I'm uh, 36 and have two young children, um, aged six and four. I originally left school just before completing my A levels. So I had my nine GCSEs, but I would say left before completing A-levels and went straight into work in retail then for 12 years, which I absolutely loved. And I have to say, you know, provided me with so many life skills, which even now relates so well to my future career in midwifery. Um, So I became a stay-at-home mummy after my first child was born in 2014 and after my second wee boy was born then in 2016 I just thought you know midwifery is really something that I would love to pursue. I just found the whole process of pregnancy and labour and birth it was just absolutely fascinating and I love the fact that The midwife, just by giving information to a woman, could help her become so empowered to make her own choices. Um, Unfortunately, around the same time that I applied to Queen's and got accepted, my mother was also diagnosed with dementia. Now, she has declined quite rapidly over the last number of years. So as well as looking after my two young boys, um, juggling my studies in Queen's. I am also now a carer for my mother.
0: So that's just a little basic bit about me. Thanks so much um, for giving us that background Claire. Um, you're an amazing woman having to do all that juggling and, and also do your studies oh, as well. You. So you're currently in your second year of your programme?
1: I am currently in my second year of my program. It has been amazing and it has went by so fast. I remember when we first started in first year that the lecturers and all the students in the years above us said, you know, it will fly. I I think when you're at the beginning stage of your journey, you think there's no way three years seems a lifetime. But, you know, here we are heading towards the end now of second year and it has it has been a real roller coaster, but very enjoyable.
0: So, can you
1: tell us a little bit of what you, about what you did to get into the programme? Yeah, so as I say, um, I left, I, when I left school, I didn't have any A-levels, which I obviously needed to get into university. Um, so, after I had both my children, I unfortunately suffered very badly from postnatal depression. And I was going through counselling after the birth of my second child and my counsellor, she says to me, so what would you like to do with your life? And um, I said to her, I would love to be a midwife, but it was a real pipe dream. Um, I thought I'm too old. I'm a mummy. I have young children. It's never going to happen. And so she set me homework, you could say, to go home that week and um, figure out how I could make this happen, which I did. And I discovered I could do my access course at the local college in Dungannon. So I applied for that and done that part time over two years because obviously having the two children, I didn't want to put myself under an undue amount of stress. So I thought if I can do it over two years, that will just leave things that wee bit easier. Um, So that's what I did. And I applied then to Queen's um, for midwifery and really... I thought what are they going to want with me I'm too old I'm a mummy what could I possibly have to offer them and I was absolutely astounded and delighted when I got an offer on my first application so that's how I got here.
0: Fabulous fabulous work to get in Um, great uh, great admiration. Thank you. Um, for, for you going back and, and doing that. So it's it's very, very achievable. Um you would you would recommend that for others perhaps in your similar situation?
1: I have recommended it to numerous other women and um, who I have been talking to you know, who maybe would say, Oh, I would I would love to be a midwife, but I'm too old and they're far younger than me. They're maybe, you know, only in their mid-twenties. And I would say to them, look, I was over 30 when I returned to education originally, you know, by going back to college to do my access course. As I always say, my course was going to take three years to do. By the end of it, I'm going to be 37, 38. You know, by that stage, I'm still going to be the same age, whether or not I have done the course. And with my maturity, hopefully, brings lots of transferable life skills which I might not otherwise have had.
0: Fabulous, um, and and always, you know, age is no barrier. Yeah, <laughs> um, it really is only a number. Yeah. Yeah. So, how has the pandemic impacted your studies and family life?
1: Uh the pandemic was um a real a real struggle at the start, I think in terms of family life. obviously the children were only in p one, actually only play school and p two during the first lockdown and all, all our studies then moved online through canvas or um, teams. and even getting to grips with the technology originally was a real struggle. But we were very lucky. Um, some of the younger girls in our cohort are, you know, really up to date with technology and how things work. So they definitely um, they definitely kept us on the street and narrow in terms of that. I think the key to surviving the first lockdown with studies and homeschooling was to learn to let things go. Um, so did it really matter if my children were still sitting in their pajamas at 10 o'clock because I had a nine o'clock lecture? No, they're warm and fed and they were happy enough. Um, I think it was about trying to maintain a routine, but also not punishing yourself if everything wasn't done. You had to make yourself where you were at that day. Some days were better than others. And it was just about getting up in the morning and taking it hour by hour, even at some stages. Um, but queens were fabulous in terms of support during that time. So her lectures would have been either pre-recorded or recorded live. Um, they were very understanding that as a mature student that you would have other caring responsibilities like caring for my mummy and caring for my children and just the basic day-to-day running of a house um so as I say it was a struggle but we all got through it together as a cohort and the lecturers were a fantastic source of support to us so
0: well that's that's great to hear but yeah um it's it's key really that letting go of of non priority things, not non-essential. Yeah, yeah. Um get yeah, really good example of it the pajamas, uh, yeah the you so just to go back to the theme of International Women's Day, um, which this year is choose to challenge. What does this mean to you, Claire? So
1: choose to challenge, I had given this a lot of thought over the weekend and to me choose to challenge means challenging the mindset that it's ever too late for a woman to pursue the career that maybe she wants I know personally for me as I've said I did have a lot of doubts about whether I could do it with all my other responsibilities with being a more mature student with having been out of um, education for almost 20 years by the time I went back Um, So I would say to any woman to challenge that mindset that you might have yourself and even the mindset of those around you who would say, well, what would you be going back at this stage for? What's in it for you? Would you not be better um, concentrating on your children? Everything I do is for myself and is to better the life for my child. Um, So to me, that is what choose to challenge would mean. It's never too late. And if you have a dream, go for it.
0: That's a really good example there. Thank you. Um, what does it mean to you now to
1: be a student midwife? Unbelievable. I I say this to midwives that I work with. I stand in the room most days and look around me and go, I can't believe that I'm actually here. That I am privileged to be in this room supporting this woman and her partner, in this stage of their life and especially coming up to International Women's Day and with the pandemic ongoing perhaps these women are going through childbirth without the support maybe of their mother and their partner you know maybe those extra sources of support that they might have had so for me to be able to step into that void and support these women is absolutely amazing and I am honoured to work with such a fantastic team of midwives
0: well, that's great to hear, Claire. Thank you. No problem. Just to, um, to, to finish up, um, I was just wondering, you know, what, what have you done during the pandemic to protect your own physical and mental health?
1: Well, my own mental health would be something that I would be very aware of. As I have mentioned before, I would have suffered um, postnatal depression with both my children. And I would have had quite a lot of strategies for um, monitoring and helping my mental health. Um, From that time. But obviously, with the pandemic, it wasn't always possible to employ some of those strategies. So things even like meeting friends for coffee or taking the children to a play park or soft play, something like that um, wasn't possible. So during the pandemic, what I find really helped was keeping the lines of communication open so by that i mean communicating with my friends i have two best friends who also are fantastic women with young families and i think communicating with them and celebrating the positives of each day or getting in touch with them and saying you know what today has been really really hard Um communicating out those feelings has just really helped to maintain my mental health to know that i'm not alone and that i'm not the only one struggling with these situations Maybe I'm not the only one who has a laundry basket that's overflowing or my kids are going mad. Um, Also, going outside, we're lucky that we live out in the countryside. So we have a nice big garden that we can go out to. Getting outside time, should that only be maybe for 10 or 15 minutes at a time, the fresh air really um, really does give you a boost and help to recenter you. And as I said before as well, letting the small things go. Really don't sweat the small stuff. Um, if everybody is fed and healthy, that's, that's the main thing these days, I think. And don't be worrying if the house is perfect or if everybody's clothes are you know, on, if they're dressed. Or if they're dressed at all, it's okay.
0: <laughs> oh, Claire, that's amazing. Thanks so much. You've uh, just been so insightful. And I'll tell you, my laundry basket downstairs is uh, is completely overflowing at the moment.
1: <laughs> I think everybody can agree with us there, Maria.
0: <laughs> oh, it's amazing. Thank you so much for joining me today for this podcast. It's been really um, insightful. And, and you're amazing in terms of, you know, keeping up with your studies, looking after your two, two children and also caring for your for your mum, who I know needs a lot, a lot of care at the moment. Um, so uh, well done. Many congratulations
1: and take care. Thank you so much, Maria. It's been an absolute pleasure. Thank you for having me.
0: For more in this series, subscribe to Queen's University Belfast's Shaping a Better World podcast on Spotify or Apple Podcasts.